Oh, we're sorry. The teller made an error. I don't know. There's supposed to be two people there when they open the envelopes from the ATM. And I'll put your twenty-seven fifty back in your account. But Listen, nothing, nothing happens to the teller. But you want to, you want to get good service. Next time you go there, talk to the security guard. He'll get you straightened out. Oh, the wacky nut guy. Yeah, he'll get you straightened out. Yeah, he's a wacky nut. See the, the, okay, <laughs> the wacky guy. He's whacking it. I mean, maybe maybe it's only me. Maybe again, it's my peculiarities. I'm an eccentric old fart, whatever it is. But I just find it very bizarre that when uh, I would call my bank, the security guard would answer. Shufro, you know. I don't get it. Two open lines. I'm, I'm probably the only person in all of America who would be kind of taken aback by that. You know? And not even answer by saying, uh, I'm Michael Bank, you know, like, uh, like a business. Hello? Uh, you know, and I figure maybe I got the wrong number. And then as time is going along here, I realize I don't have the wrong number. They're having like a grab-ass party over there in a bank. Two open lines in date, 5, 6, 10 past 11 o'clock. You got it. Sports Radio 560 QAM. Kill Nicole. Not really sure why. In fact, I'm always in the mood to hear that. It's 1115 at 560 WQM. I want to thank my close personal friend Richard over at Emerald Coast. They are the nicest people on the face of the earth. They wrote a letter to our uh, sales department, uh, a testimonial letter about the uh, tremendous effect of advertising on their show and on this station and about their new uh, location in North Miami Beach and how their opening has been uh, far beyond what they ever expected thanks to this uh, show and my large loyal audience and you people out there. Emerald Coast, do we love them or what? Oh. They're great. But, I mean, this letter, I've, I've, you know, over the years you get a lot of nice letters from sponsors saying, yeah, we got great results and et cetera. But this is just, this ought to be framed. It is just beautiful. Thank you, Richard. And I'll see you there this weekend, by the way. Or no, this, well, maybe one of these days this weekend, maybe Saturday. We have an open line of date. Hockey game on Sunday, George. Life revolves around the hockey games, baby. Oh. Can't you tell by these dynamic hockey calls we get? My comments about the ice being so bad, we've had at least no calls about that. They don't know what it's all about. That's why they keep going back there, and they're having a great time, man. They just keep at it. Hey! Hey! Come on, play it louder. A little louder, more distorted. Come on, louder. That's it. Crank it up. Hey! You're having a good time. You believe us? Are you believing it? No. Well, come on, work on it. Get into it. Oh, God, do I hate that thing. Let's go to a, a mobile in Delray Beach. Hello? Hello, Neil. Yes? Hey, what you're saying about the ice is right on, man. Look at Edmonton. They score. They put points up. Edmonton, according to that thing in the paper the other day, which I guess you also saw, has got the only really great ice in the whole National Hockey League, and the rest of the league sucks, and the worst ice is in these new buildings like the uh, Macarena building. Hey, you know what's funny about your uh, security guard? Yeah. He knocked down the cleaning lady to answer it. No doubt. Unbelievable. Is that an incredible story? It's a true story. I absolutely believe it. In fact, that, that, the, sec the second call, the, the woman voice, that was probably the cleaning lady, right? I mean, I said, is, is this so-and-so uh, bank? And there was like, uh, like a long pause. And like, like I caught them in the middle of something. Like maybe they were all in the vault together. I, I have no idea what was going on over there. And then all of a sudden, it was kind of like a slow, uh, you know, you hear the phone go like on the uh, cradle, like very slowly, and like, uh, well, I, we don't have time for this crap, because there's nobody here that knows nothing right now. I mean, one, one thing I've discovered about doing business is that if it's a bank, if it's a uh, shoe store, whatever it is, you'll find people who really, one or two people in most places, a couple of people, 
that really have their uh, together, okay, really know what's going on. And then you'll find like a whole bunch of other people who have, who are clueless, kind of like around here when you come right down to it. Oh! There's us, me and George, and then, uh, okay, where do we go? <laughs> Here's a mobile in Hollywood. Hello. Hey, uh, long time, first time. All right. Anyway, you were talking about your 2K? And no, I wasn't voice. talking about it. That goofball was talking about it. Oh, well, you mentioned it as well, too, that that's what we have to look forward to. Anyway, my employer just sent a letter to all the 10,000-plus uh, employees saying that uh, they're... Okay, great. He said the... Uh, it's the fan. We have an open... In fact, that's... Did you see Imus this morning? He had a whole big face full because the... Uh, hit the fan, yeah. Open line of Dave. I, I just... I'm sorry. I hate to keep talking about him. And, and now I understand why people who hate me like poison are still drawn to this show and you're listening right now. It, no, it's kind of a perverse thing. I, in the morning, there's nothing to watch anyway. You know, I'm getting ready to come to work. I'm sitting there taking all my vitamins and my, my blood pressure medicine, like extra doses before I come in here. And I'm, what? Oh, Jesus, this is embarrassing as hell. Matt? Yes. Yes? Yes. You, uh, what's going on, man? My phone is lighting up. What are you, what's, what's going on? Something about a security guard? You don't know the story? I, I, I've heard bits and pieces from people calling me here. We, we don't have a security guard here. Well, whatever the guy is. Well, maybe he was just hanging out having fried chicken. I don't know. It could be. We have fried chicken every once in a while. Well, there you go. See, that must have been Monday must have been fried chicken day, and you were out, so you didn't get, get any. What happened? What happened was that I got one of those little notices in the mail that said that I was overdrawn, and it was somebody's mistake over there because I made a deposit and a... Wrote myself a check, like I always do at the same time. So it was like a little a clerical error, which is no big deal. And I called there, and you weren't there. Uh -huh. And the phone rang several times. It was 3.30 on Monday. Okay. And finally, a dark-complected person answered the phone. You talking guy or a girl? Guy. A guy. Hello? I said... Because there's, no, <laughs> there's nobody here that fits that description. And I said, is Matt there? And he said, uh, I think she's here. <laughs> I thought, Jesus, he must be out having that sex change he's been talking about all these years. Man, I don't know what I don't know what happened. And so then there was like a long pause, and then some young lady came on, and I said, "Is this Republic Security Bank?" And she said, "Ah, uh, oh yeah." Um, uh, and then there was like a, a long pause, and then I heard the dial tone. You called my number. Yes, and I called the number back, and I know it was the right number because she picked it up uh, cold the next time. This young lady. And then I explained to her the mistake, and uh, she went, bada beep, bada boop, bada ba. And uh, while well, I said, just tell me what the balance shows now, and of course it was plus, you know, thousands of dollars, whatever, I said, okay, then I guess it's been straightened out. Huh. But I just found it very, and she said, oh, Matt's not here today. He's out uh, hijacking somebody's car or doing something. I don't know. You know what happens is we've got a phone here that is available for customers to use if they want to call their girlfriend or wife or whatever. Oh. And it might be that when you called. You were calling in when someone was trying to call out, and they picked up the phone. We're going to have to take that phone away from the uh, <laughs> the uh, customer service area. I thought so, it was a security guard. Well, no, we don't we don't have one of those. Yes, you do. I swear we don't have a security guard. Well, what is that guy that's always standing in the lobby there? He's just hanging out waiting for the chicken to come in? What guy are you talking about? There's often a guy that stands there with a black uh, outfit on. I don't I don't know who you're speaking of. Sometimes we got some they cops that come in here to make their deposits or no, something. No, no, not a, not a cop, like a security guard outfit. 
Huh. Maybe he's just posing as the security guard. I don't know. We haven't I mean, had a security guard in about two years. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, th the bottom line is we didn't charge you anything, right? No, no, no. There's no problem with that. That part's all straightened out. Okay. But uh, it was just a bizarre uh, experience. You know, I'm, I'm calling the bank, expecting to talk to a real living and breathing person. Well, that's like me. Some, huh? That's me. But you, were, but you weren't there. And so evidently some bozo just decided he would pick up the phone. You know what? Here's the you deal. You know, it's like if you were walking past a pay phone. You know, you've seen this happen. Yeah. You're walking past a public pay phone, and it starts ringing. And that's some people actually will pick it up. People do that. Right. I, that, that very well might be what happened. And I'm going to take, just because of this, I'm taking the phone away from there. So anybody else wants to use the phone? Well, now, gonna... now I'm going to get blamed for that. <laughs> well, hey, what can I tell you? That goddamn Neil uh, took our public phone away. <laughs> and we get lots of people. The mailman, he's probably listening to you right now. He comes to use my phone every day. There you go. Uh, but uh, Well, now I'm getting even with him, too. I, I apologize. If you call here and you have a problem, you <laughs> yeah. tell them who you are. You tell them to beat me and call my cellular phone or whatever. This, this should not have happened. <laughs> I apologize for that. Well. Anybody who's listening to me out there, this this is not normal procedure. We don't have a security guard, and if we did, we wouldn't have him answering the phone. Well, you had one for one day anyway. <laughs> I would go check the vault if I were you I'm, real quick. I'm going to go back there right now and check it. Okay, Matt. Hey, I'm sorry about that. No problem. All right. See ya. Bye-bye. There's my good buddy Matt from uh, Republic Security Bank. Tony's totally a great guy. He gets right on the phone there, takes good care of me. Not good enough. But, hey, he's got a wife, you know. We have an open line at Dade One in Broward. Maybe, that, maybe that's what it was all about. Maybe there's just a couple of uh, intruders there who just happened to be wandering by in a phone rack. Oh, look at this. Five-car accident, I-95 northbound approaching Davy Boulevard. Oh, and by the way, that bull that they were talking about yesterday that was on all the newscasts that got loose, was that on Davy Road? Oh, I don't, I don't recall. I saw it, but I didn't hear it. Because I saw it, because I was driving home from Mommy's house from lunch yesterday. And I'm driving up Davy Road Extension to 595, and I look over to the left there, and I see all these cop cars. There's a, t a camera crew, and that must have been the bull over there that got loose, which got tremendous coverage, by the way. You would have thought it was one of the most important stories in the history of mankind. A little bit of loose bull in town. Anyway, the two left lanes of I-95 northbound are blocked. Two cars have overturned. Delays are building rapidly back to Griffin Road. So if you're thinking about going northbound on I-95 in that general area, I would uh, forget it. Hit the Hershey Highway. Let's see. Here's uh, got back last week from three weeks in Amsterdam and London. He says, sorry, but London is one of my favorite places. I've been going there twice a year for the past ten years. Oh, my God. All I can say is... Oy. Anyway, to remedy your lament over no good food in Amsterdam, you might consider Caprese, Spiristrat 240, Italian food with great any pasta and pasta. Casa di David. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't you know those Greeks would have a hole in the wall, huh? Rectum. Yeah. I don't think he's talking about that kind of a hole in the wall. Nice going, Alan. Do you ever have a way with words or what? Hole in the wall with very fresh salads. And if you... <laughs> oh. and they'll toss them right there. Yeah, and they toss the salad. Also, let's see, on Saturday... The, uh... I don't know. The what? Inuit. Yeah, that's some, something like that. It's either Intuit or Inuit. Are they Intuit? Yeah, they are. If it's in a bottle... <laughs> They're Inuit. No, the Inuit Indians, they have this uh, language with like little symbols. And how do you speak symbols? It's like trying to figure out how you speak Sanskrit. So Finnish is that kind of a language. It looks like that Indian. It's got like instead of like tradition.
I mean, you look at some of the names of the streets, like Regulierbierstraat. Uh, they're like 700 letters. I mean, just, uh, you know, you just become familiar because the arrow is pointing in the right direction. And there's the uh, place called Conscious Dreams over there and the uh, youth hostel meeting place. And you got some idea that you're getting close to the right part of town. But an impossible language. The only great thing in being, though, is that everybody under the age of 100 over there speaks English. Oh! So no excuses, okay, for all you pussies that want to go to London because you're afraid to go somewhere where they don't speak English. People like that, to me, are just such party poopers. People that are afraid to go, like, to Italy or to France or anyplace else because they don't speak English. Going to Italy, that's half of the fun of it. Because in all the big cities in Italy, like Rome and Milan and Firenze or Florence... They're, they're catered, they're geared toward tourism. And so you go into the uh, trattorias, the little mom-and-pop restaurants, and in many of the places they have little baskets of menus. And they'll have the menu in Italian, of course, but also in Spanish and English, in uh, Chinese. Lots and lots of Asians, by the way, in uh, Italy. Sounds like you're promoting bilingualism, Buster. No, I'm promoting smart tourism. As opposed to the goddamn French, which if you don't speak French, they won't yield an inch. You go to Paris, if uh, you know if you can't understand a little bit of the menu in French, forget it, because they will not accommodate you. They don't give a crap. Take your American money and blow it out your ass. They don't want to know from you. But in Italy, you go to any place, and uh, they will accommodate you, whatever English, whatever language you speak, because uh, they want your money. Good business. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Neil, good morning. Yes, sir. How are you? Great. Well, uh, I wanted to touch on the subject you were just talking about, uh, about racial and so forth. My wife of uh, the past 15 years, prior to me uh, marrying her, she was assaulted twice by black men. Therefore, she has uh, black uh, daughters, both of them, wonderful children. Both of them uh, married. and Well, one of them is widowed right now. But uh, their kids are white. Now, imagine the dark-complected dark uh, mother mm -hmm. where the, the, the children, one time somebody's through... Is the same as a white man, is the same as an Asian, is the same as anybody else. Absolutely. And like I told someone a long time ago, that person you just called a, uh, the, the one, the epithet, the N word, uh, maybe that N will save your life one day. Mm hmm. And uh, that's all I have to say, Neil. Great okay. show. We love you. Have a great life. Bye bye. See ya. Okay, we have an open. Don't forget this Saturday noon that our promotion department and our sales manager, all these people are working feverishly with Carol at Center One to make sure that every. Remember, we raised the twenty grand for Phil on his CD for a charity that doesn't even not even here. It's a Los Angeles charity, and we raised twenty grand for Phil like in a few weeks, like in no time at all. And 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 I'm going to say this in all honesty. I love Phil. He's a great talent. All you can eat Negro. That one bit on there is one of the funniest things in the history of mankind. There are a couple of other cuts on there that are, you know, pretty amusing. And the rest of it is, uh, you know, you can take it or leave it. Do you know what I'm saying? Have we ever had a request for any other cut on that CD? Ever? No. No. Margaret Beats Her Kids. What is it? Margaret Beats Her Kids. Yeah, Margaret. Now, that's another one. It's pretty good. But, I mean, it, it, so I'm not knocking, but I'm saying that there's that one great bit on there. But we uh, got a thousand of those sold in a heartbeat in a few weeks. Twenty grand. No fuss. No muss. No problem. But here we're trying to do our own thing, and, uh, man, are we having problems up the old... Rectum. Two open lines in Dade, Miami. Hello. Hey, good morning, Leon. Yes, sir. Uh, will you hang up on me if... Uh... Probably. If you keep talking like this? No, if I disagree with you. About what? Well, I'm, I'm looking to get... 
I, I can't get a good DM. Maybe you could give yeah, me... Yeah, uh, yeah, it sounds like you're already taking one. Go right to the phone, okay? Open line in uh, Broward. Line. Go over to Britain, okay? They'll sympathize with you. Most of the British haven't had a good... in uh, years. That's why they have that constipated mentality. Plus, they can't get... They can't cut the umbilical cord, man. They can't get rid of that royal family. Which is why the men over there are like prissy and sissy. All of them. Oh, that's the big sex scandal, by the way. They find out that I got all these uh, maricones in the uh, British cabinet. You read about that? Four of them now. Gay Brits. God. Isn't that a redundancy? Here's a mobile in Miami Beach. Hello. Great. Can't wait. Okay, two open lines in Dade, two in Broward. 567-0560. Oh, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Just breathless for that. Here's a mobile in Pembroke Pines. Hello. Hello there. Yes, sir. I have a question and then a comment. Yeah. Uh, uh, somebody the other day, you use a lot of Yiddish phrases. Not me. Somebody the other day said to Oy. me, and I think, I think it was a, a, like a, 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 a phrase of sympathy or something, but it was like hoxahoy or something like that. Hoxahoy. Yeah, what does that mean? That means take a good is what that means. Does it really? Yes. Jeez. That was not what I expected. Well, what did you think it meant? Well, no, I had no idea what it meant. Do you think it had something to do with, like, Brian Cox? No, I, no, no, no. I, I was, uh, somebody I mentioned, so what, what, are you, what are you doing? And I said, uh, well, I'm, my, uh, somebody passed away and whatever else. And they said, oh, and that's what they said. That's what it sounded like they said. Yeah, that, that's, what, what, were, that's what you say. When somebody tells you that uh, a loved one passed away, just tell them Cox of Hoist. Okay, we have two open lines. In. Oh, there's so many Goyim in so little time. It's 11.54. Lauderdale. Can beat that gator meat. At uh, 560 WQM, we got Hank Goldberg coming up at 2 from Shula Stake 2. The books are at 6. Ed Kaplan at 10. We got 400 open lines for you here today. 567 0560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Going once. Going twice, have a great life. Here's a lady in Perrine. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, ma'am. Uh, you just gave a lesson in Yiddish. Can you give one to me? What is Sukkot? What is Sukkot? Yeah. It's a holiday. What kind? Of, that it's in October. All I can tell you is it's a holiday in October, and it just sounds very funny. It and sounds I very idea. funny, and I want to say it, but i got to know what it is. And it comes every year. It's just, just like some of us. We, it comes every year. Okay, Neil, I love Once you. You make me laugh out loud. Okay. Bye. Happy Sukkot. Thank you. Okay, see ya. You don't eat hamantashen on Sukkot. We've got to get these goyim educated out there for Christ's sake. And maybe we'll have like a real Jew call in to tell us what Sukkot really is, okay? Give us some of the background, bubble mices behind Sukkot. Because every Jewish holiday, just like everybody else's holidays, has got to have a sufficient amount of bubble mices, fairy tales behind it. Otherwise, what's the point of celebrating? Sukkot and Yom Kippur and we got uh, Shavuos and we got Simchas Torah and we got Purim and we eat the Homantash and we got some really great neat holidays. And the only reason that there's Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement, when everybody's supposed to fast, is to make up for all the other Jewish holidays when you're supposed to pig out. It's kind of like the yin and the yang. You have to like uh, balance it out. So what am I going to have for lunch here today, by the way? Well, what do you like uh, agonizing, wringing your hands about it, since I noticed you already ate? I just had leftovers from yesterday's. Leftover what? Greek salad. Speaking of the Greek. Greek salad? Oh, by the way, the rumor is that they're lined up at the uh, tourist bureau office now. They're all on their way to Amsterdam trying to find that little Greek hole in the wall. 
5670560, oh, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Anybody out there can tell us what sukkus is? No. What the significance is? No. What are the bubamices behind it? No. Do we, what do we eat on sukkus? No. Do we fast? No. Do we go slow? No. Here's a mobile in Davy. Hello? Hello? Yes, sir. Yeah, I was uh, watching your show last night. Oh, you're the one? <laughs> hey, uh, I got a look. How'd you like can that get... audio, huh? You must have a good set if you can hear this sound. Yeah. Hey, listen, uh, can I give you a little bit of criticism? About what? Well, you know, just the TV show. I think you got to lose about 40 pounds, lose the chin, and cut that ball off above your right eye. Uh-huh. Anything else? Uh, yeah, get a suntan. I've seen better tans on milk. Anything else? Oh, he's, he's got that radio cranked up in the back. Okay. Okay, thank you very much, sir. I hope you enjoy it. He was the one who watched the show. He's uh, critiquing. We have an open line at Broward. And, of course, you can't even hear the sound, so what does that say about him? 5670560. It's like the people with the shirts when that show first started. Oh, he's wearing a blue shirt today. He's got the orange shirt on tomorrow. And then he's got the uh, puce shirt on Wednesday. That was the extent of involvement in the TV show from the radio audience. I mean, we had a lot of people watching out there, but it was a whole different group of people, not the people who listened during the daytime. Once was more than enough for them. But there was a whole different avenue of people out there who were actually watching. Even this asshole who knows exactly where the mole is and what color it is on Tuesday and what shade it is on Wednesday, et cetera, and so on. Here's a mobile in Sunrise. Hello. Hey, Neil, what's going on? Yes, sir. Can you take, can you take any more criticism today? That's it. Your show, your show is great. Uh, I don't know what the hell that guy's talking about, but he, he's right. You could use a little bit of a suntan. Yeah. Maybe. Well, how, about some, how about some makeup I could have put on during that show? I like the, all those other pasty-looking people do. Nah, you look like that... Dwight, you'd look like Dwight Lauderdale. He looks like uh, he looks like Tara. Yeah. But uh, no, listen. Next time you go on vacation, you got to put uh, you got to put the best of Neil on. No chance. This guy's killing. This guy's killing your audience. Oh yeah. He took 23 years to build it. He's going to kill it in one week. And why is that? What is he doing to kill the audience? It's uh, it's just uninteresting. There's nothing there. There's, there's no there's no comedy. It's all uh, a straight serious talk. Uh, about what? Uh, what did he talk about that was straight? Heavy uh, issues. And, uh, What's he talking pubic, about? Straight pubic hair? Yeah, you got it. Yeah. Well, what's wrong with straight pubic hair? Well, 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 this guy's got kinky pubic hair. Okay, I'm sorry. That's one of the things you need to be working on, pal. Is straightening out your goddamn pubic hair. Oh! We have an open line in Broward, all three in date again, as we continue just working, working this audience, working the room, working the crowd, feverishly probing and feeling and squeezing. Five six seven oh five sixty. There are all critics out there. That's the one thing I love about this town. There are all critics. They all can do this better. They all look better than I do. They got better complexions, etc. and so on. I got news for you. I hope for your sake you look better than I do. I'll tell you that right now. But I've seen many of you, and uh, in many cases you don't. I've seen lots of you, and believe you me, you make me look, let me say it again, like Brad Pitt. And speaking of Brad Pitt, which I mentioned that yesterday, the reviews I read about that grotesque, halluscious movie. Halluscious, is that another Oy. kind of word? Yes, it is. Joe Black, deep in the red for Struggling Universal. Meet Joe Black has a long way to go to stay out of the red for Universal Studios, it says. Trailing weekend box office leader, The Waterboy, in the strongly opening slasher sequel, I Still Know What You Did Last Summer, Meet Joe Black grossed 15 million pukey dollars for a third place debut. Pretty weak. Weak. The Brad Pitt film is far from recovering its production budget of more than $85 million, and the lackluster opening did little to help the hit star of Universal, now next to last among the major studios in market share. Meet Joe Black is a bomb, baby. La Bamba. With or without Brad Pitt and that phony blonde hair. 
And I do mean phony blonde hair. You know, what does what a guy that looks like Brad Pitt got to be walking around with bleached blonde hair? When you look that good, why do you have to start? That wouldn't be like him going out and getting a nose job. I don't get it. Paula Jones, we understand. Nice job, by the way, Paula. Oh. Nice job. Monica gave a nice job, and Chia did a nice job. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Uh, just a little public service announcement. If you're driving I-94, or not I-94, I-95 at Davie Boulevard, you're going to be stuck in traffic. Five-car wreck. Is it still all backed up? Yes, sir. Didn't know if it had already been announced, uh, but I just wanted to let everybody know it's still all backed up. Way, way back. Okay. Ripping road. Okay. Thank when you. Out, stay the hell out. Thank you, sir. They had a five-car wreck. I was just wondering about that. It must have been a psychic caller there. I was wondering whether I should announce it again because sometimes they clear those things up real quick. Not down here, though. Five-car wreck northbound, I-95, approaching Davie Boulevard. The two left lanes are blocked. Two cars overturned. It's a mess. And as of an hour ago, delays were building up all the way to Griffin Road. And like this guy says, it's backed up. So unless you want to be sitting there and there's nothing, there are a few things in life more frustrating than sitting in the middle of a wreck going nowhere. One of the only things worse than that is going to a hockey game and finding out that there's a goddamn soccer game in the Orange Bowl on the same night. Anybody remember that? Uh-huh. God. And that there's 80 that they that they schedule two events downtown on the same night at about the same time? Yeah, man. That was real nice, okay? You uh, Jamaican guys out there, was it, was it, who was it, Jamaican in Brazil, somebody like that? Oh, that's right, that's where they got all hostile in the neighborhood. Yeah, man. Well, you know what, take that soccer ball and... <laughs> right, but save the good weed. Now, what am I having for lunch? This is a dilemma. It's already ten past noon almost. I don't know when you're in the mood. Well, for. let's have Chuck, okay? Let's get, uh, what's her name? Uh, Stacy's Balls. Huh? No sauce. Okay. I don't want to be militant about it because the price is right and the service is great and we love Chuck and we love Nisi, but no sauce. I actually had a good day on a scale yesterday. How do you like that? Under 200. Let's hear it. Oh! So, like I said, let's lose 37 pounds. So I can be skinny like all the other popular people on TV, like Lardass Limbaugh used to be and uh, Jay Leno. Isn't that what uh, Ranieri used to call him all the time, Jay Leno? How's Ranieri doing, by the way? Anybody hear him lately? No. I won't hear him no more. Here's a mobile in Hallandale. Hello. Circus is the fall festival for harvest. Yeah. That's it. Well, what does that mean? Well, it's like Thanksgiving. It's a harvest festival. Oh, so it's a good eating holiday. Sure. Okay. Oh. Okay, thank you, sir. So, in other words, take out, but just don't eat the pig. Or you'll definitely burn in hell. Oy. Oh, yeah, we're going to be burning in hell on that lake of fire with all these crazy, superstitious people who need to be locked up and put away for the safety of all the rest of us, please. With all their crazy bubba mices, all their stories. Two open lines in Broward County for the person. Because I'm trying to think of anybody who does a show on TV, male or female, that I might have a sexual fantasy about. Besides Brian Norcross... Maybe Candy Crowley on CNN speaking to maybe lose uh, two, three hundred pounds. See, these people that have got all these critiques, I hate to break the news to you, but you look at the people who are on television, including the ones who are very successful, and they're all fat and ugly and grotesque. Whether it's Rosie, whether it's uh, Roseanne, whether it's that uh, obnoxious Oprah who's like a goddamn human accordion. One day she's 400, the next day she weighs 40 pounds. Name me one hot-looking person on a talk show, on a news show on television. One. Can I get back to you? Yeah, get back to me on that, Diana. Can't name you one. Male, female, indifferent. 
which is why people are flipping the channel so much. We're desperately looking. That's why Ten's got a little bit of a number there because they had some naked people, and every now and then uh, some of them look pretty good. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey there, Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. Welcome back. First of all, did you get to see the Philly uh, Pittsburgh game last night? Yes, I did. You ever think of this? Twenty-five. At one point, a lot of times during the game, twenty-five percent of the players on the ice were ex-Panthers. Yeah. Strzok and Abizar both played great last night, but too bad about that crappy ice again. The puck was bouncing around. Even the linesman and the referee were making jokes about it. It was—it's pathetic. The quality of the ice is so bad. And of course, in Pittsburgh, they're 130 million in debt. They're on the verge of losing the franchise again, and they probably can't afford to keep that refrigeration going too cold. You know what I'm saying? Right. But it was amazing when you think about it. I don't want to go back into that. I mean, what, what, what's the point? What's the point? You can't live in the past. They no, made, no, they, the they've past. made a million mistakes here. What can I tell you? But 25% of the players who are on the ice were Okay, well, you that. just said that. Thank you. Okay, we got two calls left on the board. This guy just blew them all out. Thank you very much, sir. He just keeps saying the same thing over and over again. It's, it's, it's boring. It's ancient history. Straka played great last night. I sure as hell wish we had him on the Panthers still. Hell of a player. And even with the crappy ice, he was the one guy. Must have, had the, must have had the right blades on his skates last night or something. He was smoking. He was flying up and back, in and out, all over the goddamn place. Nice going, Marty. There's a real player for you. But, you know, just sitting here and whining and crying about the same spilt milk over and over again. You argue Sunday the Flyers will be here. There will be the Beezer. We had that woman that called up yesterday. She's going to be there Sunday rooting for the Beezer. What kind of a fan is that? What kind of a fan is that? I mean, I like the Beezer, okay? He gave us a lot of good games. Never stole a freight train. He's got a great relationship with God. Oh! But, uh, you know, so what's the big deal? I'm going to root against us because the Beezer's going to be... I hope we score ten goals on Philly on Sunday. Shock the hell out of everybody. She's going to be there rooting for the Beezer. You know, people that just want to go in and, and have a lot of spite and... Uh, well, what's the point? That would be like my bringing at the uh, no BM side of the arena on Sunday. Am I going to be doing that? Uh-huh. Just right. If that sound guy acts up again. I never talked about that, the fact that that asshole sound guy was the one that played that. He was the one responsible for that aberrant act and got into, a lot, got into a lot of trouble about it. What's his name? Dave Starr. Yeah, who used to work here, by the way, and got canned, so they tell me, because he was uh, not too great. Yeah, but not even that, not even that good. Even worse than that. Two open lines in Dade County, 5670560. Boy, that's corner 441 in Ives Dairy Road with the best subs in the history of the human race and great meats and great all kinds of stuff and great people, too, by the way. And excellent, unbeatable service. Here's a mobile in uh, South Miami. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, let me ask you something. If you hate it so much down here, then why do you stay? What, what does that mean? Do you, do you listen to this show every day? Yeah. And so what's your problem? I mean, but there's, I mean, there's other places worse, worse than Southwest Florida. I Such mean, come on. Southwest Florida? What are you talking about? Are, are, Naples, we, are we in South, are we, what are you talking about Naples? I don't live in Naples, sir. I live in uh, South Florida, Southeast Florida, the Gold Coast, the Old Coast. I don't know. I just think you're a little too hard on, you know, I'm a little Florida too general. hard? Now you're getting yeah. a little bit personal, sir, aren't you? I don't yeah, think we know I'm each other down here. here. You're from down here? Yeah. And uh, and you're happy about what's happening to this town? You like the way things are here now? I don't like everything, but yeah. it's not that bad. Compared to what? Uh, compared to Fargo, Nevada. Compared, Com to... compared to where? Get this guy a map and a compass, okay? Another dummy. Oh! Fargo, Nevada. We're in southwest Florida. I'm always complaining about... Sir, I'm going to tell you something. You're a perfect example of why some of us are pissed off about down here. 
If you could sell stupidity by the ounce, man, you'd be billionaires. We could retire at uh, midnight tonight. Parochial dumb people that never got out of the goddamn who think that whose idea of a big great trip, a hot vacation, is a trip to Singer Island. That's their idea of a wild time in the old town. And you know, and you know, th this is the sad part about it. Most Americans, you give them a map and you say, okay, point out New York State on the point out Florida. Even people who live in Florida, they can't find it, and on the map either. Just to look at something on a map that looks like you're schlong, okay? It's drooping down there. There it is. That's Florida, okay? It's drooping. And, of course, every time Florida takes a... Yeah, it shoots off another one of those little Caribbean islands down there. That's right. Just like Ceylon or Sri Lanka or whatever it is. India took a big dump, and there came that little turd of an island down there. Of all those 10th world people. We have an open line in Dade. What in India still has the number one movie uh, industry in the world? Are you aware of that? I am aware of that. I watch Donna. And TV all they've the got time. a very big uh, thing over there. I'm glad that I mentioned that. They have a, uh, a movie about two lesbians. Yeah, in India, and well, they're uh, very uh, totally uncensored. What? They, you know, they got that Kama Sutra. They're big in the sex and stuff like that. I'm not saying that they're not big in the sex, but they're, they're quite but surprised that for them, this is the first time there's been a even public recognition of female homosexuality. And they have a big uh, dyke movie going on over there in India. So let's hear it for the Indians, okay? Oh! Shamu, Ramar, whatever his name was, the Indian boy on the elephant. Remember that on the Andy Devine show before you were born? Of course not. What? How can we get a copy of that movie? And you don't even remember when on the Buster Brown show he used to say, plunk your magic twanger, Froggy. Now you can't, if you said that on the air today, go straight to jail, okay? That's the way it is in America today. Sabu, in this repressive Sabu. society we got. What? Sabo the Indian boy. Yeah. Who used to ride on the elephant. He blew all his money on booze, by the way. He did? Mm-hmm. True story. He got a lot of money for the couple of movies he made and uh, drank it all. But I thought he was an Indian boy from India, not from, not from uh, uh, Callowit or somewhere. I'm telling you, those Canadian Indian guys, they got a big alcohol problem. I'm not knocking them. I mean, I understand. What do you think they got? Why do you think Molson's is making all that money up there in Labatt? Labatt's making so goddamn much money, they were able to buy out Hockey Night in Canada from Molson because all those Indians up there are, uh, got those long, cold nights. That's right. Go Leafs, go, baby. Oh. Leafs in the caps tonight. Now we're talking some serious crap. 26 past noon at BQAM. Rich someday, even if you're a uh, goy. 1231 at 560 WQM. We have two open lines in date. Uh, you know, that guy that called a minute ago, the guy that needed a compass and a roadmap that uh, functionally illiterate human being or excuse for one, facsimile thereof. I'd like to know what it is that I say about this town. What is it that I express about the way business is done here or any other comments I have about the way people drive here, the way they're intolerant to each other, about the politics here? What is it I, that I say that's wrong? I'm always hearing that. Well, if you don't like it so much, why don't you go someplace else? Well, because I don't feel like it, okay? Because I'm making out here okay. Even in spite of the stress level. In fact, maybe I thrive on it. Maybe I'm a masochist. 
but I'd like to I'd, I'd like for somebody to tell me what it is that I exaggerate about. Is there anybody out there that believes that the way business is done in this town is the way it is any place else in America? No. Or any other civilized place? No. No way, Jose. But I'm open to suggestion, okay? I'm sitting here. I will listen very uh, patiently to any other illiterate guys like him or their bulldog uh, girlfriends and wives. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hi. How are you doing today, Neil? Okay, sir. Good. Uh, I was calling in regards to you asking if there were any talk show hosts that uh, look quite attractive. Yes. Not that they're supermodels, but I think Lisa Gibbons and uh, Marie Osmond are quite attractive. Marie Osmond? Yeah, I think mm -hmm. so. Okay. Uh, Lisa's, so, Lisa's okay. Yeah. I just don't like the way she says Lisa. Oh. That and the lipstick's got to go. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's it. Just calling and don't, don't know. forget about Ricky Lake. Oh, no, not on my boat. Like I said, have a great day. Okay, open line at Broward 2 and Date. I'm waiting. Come on, let's hear it. Neil's too critical, okay? We're sick and tired of all his belly aching and telling it the way it is. Let's uh, straighten his ass out here today while he's in the middle of a great lunch from Chuck's Sub Center. Meatballs and cheese and onions. Thank you. Thanks, Nisi. What is this good stuff? Mmm. Pure Atkins, too, by the way. Let's hear it. Second day on Atkins. Oh! I could actually give you the hours, but uh, you don't want to hear about it. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey, long time, second time caller. All right. Neil, how about Pam Giganti? She's pretty sweet. Pam Giganti? Right. Who is that? Channel 7. Oh, Channel 7. I don't watch Channel 7. Uh, she's a good-looking little lady. Is she as sweet as Brian Andrews? Uh, probably. Probably not that sweet. Okay, thanks, sir. Are we going to go through this now? I'm so sorry I asked that question. Open line at Broward, all day, 5670560. I should probably play some music so I can enjoy my lunch in peace, you know? No, seriously, they got nothing to say now. I asked them very, you know, I put them on the spot. I invited them to call and tell me where I'm wrong. They just don't have the courage of their convictions. Oh, he's too negative, that goddamn fag Neil. He, you know, he tells it to the way he sees it. We love everything about this town. We like the fixed elections. We like the goddamn illegal aliens driving on the road. We like all this crap. Come on, let's hear it. We'd be having a good time like Magic Johnson, man. I'm soaking on my goddamn meatballs. Don't forget the cheese, by the way. That, that, you know something? That is the worst-sounding piece of crap in the history of the human race. 26 years ago, now there's something that should have been left into the dustbin of musical oblivion. And here we are 25 or 26 years later, while Gary Glitter is fighting these uh, pedophilia charges or whatever the hell it is, and, uh, and they're playing this at every goddamn sporting event as if this is some kind of a great recording. Wouldn't you rather hear, like, Motown at a ball game? Anybody. I'm just, just, just for example, if you're going to take old music from the 70s, or how about the Beach Boys? How about fun, fun, fun? How about something, you know, that'll get the crowd going a little bit, but something that you might want to hear again someday as opposed to... It's sick sounding. No, no, the, the music is sour. It's distorted. It's sick. It's crap. Hey! Oh, my God. All that glitters is old. Make no mistake about it. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hey, Neil. Got a couple of I just got something I wanted to say. You were talking about Canadians, and uh, I'm a Michigander. Uh, 
originally. Now I live in Florida. Where, oh, where, where are you from? I'm from uh, Bloomfield Hills. All right. Okay. Um, we used to go on the weekends. We used to go over to Canada because drinking. Yeah, there you go. That's why I was just making a comment about most of the guys over there were drunk anyways. Right. That's right. <laughs> All right, just take it easy. Got to be to live through those long, cold winters, baby. There you go. See, you. see, on, the, see on the Peace Bridge, the Ambassador Bridge. There you go. Okay, see you. See on the Edsel Ford Expressway, baby. Oh, there's nothing like Detroit used to be. Oh! Anybody hear Dick Purton call me the other day? No. Well, that was that was the highlight of my birthday, hearing from Dick Purton. We have two open lines in Broward, 5670560, Palm 560 on the Mobile One line. Let's get with it. Let's hear about it. All the good things about South Florida. Let's be more positive here. Anybody want to do that? No. Come on, let's get with it now. That guy had a great point, even though he didn't know where the hell he was on the map, on the earth, on the globe. <clears throat> I mean, you talk about education system in America. That, that's an oxymoron, American education. There's no such thing. People that can't even look on a goddamn map and know which state. Like, where's Missouri on the map, huh? M Missouri? What the hell is that? It's the show-me state, ain't it? Isn't Missouri the show-me state? Please say it is, yes. Well, show me on the map where goddamn misery is. Okay, I'll find that. Well, name me a city like besides St. Louis in Missouri, huh? Name me one besides Kansas City, the one that's not in Kansas. Here's a mobile in Wilton Manors. Hello. Hey, Neil. How's it going? Great. You're going to think I'm a freak. But uh, you know who Lynn Sound Russell... like a freak to me. <laughs> you know who Lynn Russell is on CNN? I used to work with Lynn Russell at WKAT. She used to be my program director. I think that she is El Piso Asso. Nah. She's uh, getting pretty old. I hate to break the news to you, but she yeah, I know she's like 50, but I think she's, she's well really... preserved. She's very well preserved. You're right. Uh, can I call somebody a douchebag? Go ahead. George Corey, you are a douchebag. And you are right. You are a freak. Have a great day, freak. Yeah. Okay, we have an open line. I mean, uh, Lynn Russell. But that's the way guys are. I mean, there are a lot of heterosexual guys, and there are a lot of fags, too. I mean, they don't really care what it's connected to. If they see a that gets them, uh, that's enough for them. And guys, they see uh, all they have to just get that sniff in the ear, and uh, right away they're like turned on, they're like a, like a flagpole, baby. I mean, you have to, uh, you can be whatever you want to be. It's a free world to a point. But Jesus Christ, try to be a little bit discriminating, will you? People that get all hot and bothered about very, very marginal people, about people that you wouldn't touch with somebody else's hand. Like Paul Castronova, by the way, he'll be on Channel 10 tonight. What? What are you allowed? I'm, I'm trying to promote that thing for them, okay? My close personal friend, Diane Magnum, who, by the way, happens to be a real sweetheart. She's really nice. I love you, Diane. She's a real nice person. That's the first time I ever met her. She's great. And maybe that'll make the piece better that they're doing on me tomorrow night at 11 o'clock on Channel 10. No, she, she knows I don't watch Channel 10 News, but at least this time we're watching. Paul Castronova's going to be on there tonight. I'll be at the track. Sorry, Paul. I won't be able to hear you talk about how you steal all the rest of our material. But boy, he sure did some great things, didn't he, during his... Uh... The story that rocked Palm Beach in the world. Yeah, he sure did one or two really great things in all the years he's been here. 21 before 1 at 5, 6, 2 a.m. Neil got out. W-Q-A-L. Where the bag is. MTV presents... Nine Inch Nails, unplugged. I wanna f you like an animal! Damn it, this thing's not on! How come this isn't working? Oh, you knocked over my bongo! Nine Inch Nails, unplugged.
only on MTV. 1245 at 560 WQM. I take back what I said before. I did finally think of a news person who I think is uh, very, 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 very good looking. And, of course, uh, most of you guys wouldn't agree because you're probably straight. Bill Hummer on CNN. Hammer, Hummer. I call him Bill Hummer. You don't, of course you know who he is. He's on in the morning doing the news on CNN every morning. Bill Hummer with the glasses. When he takes the glasses off, he really looks great. And he puts them back on. He's Clark Kent. And then when he sits in that funny little chair with the wheels on it, then he's a Christopher Reeve. Oh, thank God I haven't played that thing in a long time, huh? Very poor taste. Two open lines in. Uh, what's wrong with Bill Hummer, huh? There we go. I'd like to see him naked. Two open lines. Look at that. These, I'm telling you, man, like I said before, it's hopeless. Every line on the board was lit up. You go into one of those goddamn long ponderous breaks, and you come back. There is just not the dedication anymore. You know, we can blame the management here and these greedy salespeople and screw in and this one and that one, but the fact is that it's the audience out there. Like they got something important going on in their lives, which do we believe that? No. Of course not. But they just don't, they haven't made the commitment, as Jesse Jackson would say. You'd be having to make the commitment. And you just do not be willing to do it, God damn it. Here's a mobile in Hollywood. Hello. Mike. What is it? Neil. Yes, sir. Come on, I'm hanging in there. It's been about an hour. 11 minutes and 36 seconds. <laughs> anyway, first of all, I'm from western North Miami Beach. I used to be from Las Vegas, North Dakota. Uh-huh. That was a real brain surgery. I remember that, yeah. It's right next to Binghamton, Iowa. Yeah. Um, I love you. I think you're wonderful. And I've got to be a freak because I think Lynn Russell is way hot. Really? It's very deceptive, though. You have to, like... She's pretty scrawny. Well, if but you ever saw her in person. Is, is she, she appears like she's really tall and built. She, she's tall and scrawny. No, she's not built at all. She's, she's scrawny. Not. Very scrawny. Oh, my God. She used to be married to Jim Dunlap, by the way. He used to work on this station back in the rock and roll days. She was married to a uh, disc jockey. I'm, I'm heartbroken to hear that she is not stacked. Like I said, she's built. stacked like a, uh, like a watermelon, and she's uh, the hottest thing going. Oh, my God. She makes Pamela Lee look like uh, Minotaurus. Well, I love you. I enjoy the show. I'll wait forever. Okay. All right. See you. Well. <laughs> He'll wait forever for Lynn Russell. Oh! Let's hear about Lynn Russell and Jim Alton on WKAT. Let's hear from some of the old KAT listeners. Do we want to hear from them? No. Oh, they're all dead? Uh -huh. Two open lines in Dade, one in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. I'm still waiting. I gave you an open invitation. I gave you a blank check, boys and girls. That guy, that one very articulate guy who didn't know his ass from uh, the mat, he had a very good point. That is, I'm too goddamn negative. He's from here. And he resents the fact that I'm so critical of so many of the goddamn unacceptable things down here. And I want you to tell me where I'm wrong. I want to be steered in the right goddamn erection, okay? Unlike Don Imus, I was obsessed with that bum steer. I'm, I'm serious. If he don't stop talking about his wife and little baby. You know, what? what is the new thing now in the 90s? Old farts having kids, little kids. Have you noticed this? Tony Martin, I think, was the one who started it. Not, not Tony Martin, Tony Randall. And uh, and I like Tony Randall. Tony Randall's a good liberal. He's my kind of guy. He's a great guy and he's a funny guy. But he's 100 years old and he keeps making little babies, for Christ's sake. And now Don Imus, who makes Tony Randall look like a teenager, he's got this little kid. And all he does is talk about his little kid and his wife and about the Fred on the farm and uh, who had the calf out there and which kind it was. The Holstein and the Bernstein, or whatever he's talking about. And this guy's making millions and millions of dollars, and you talk about looking bad on television. Like I said yesterday, this is a dead man in a chair. A dead man. 
And yes, he does have a lot of. Have you ever watched it on MSNBC? And you see, he's got he's got the news guy who's growing all the facial hair now. Who is he's a good news guy. He's okay, but he adds nothing. He adds nothing to the show. He has nothing to say. And he just he just keeps sucking around and calling him I Man all the time. But he has nothing to say. Then he's got the board up who every now and then opens up a puss. And he's got some other guy sitting in the back there, which I have no idea. And then there's also the sports guy. They got about a half a dozen people on that show. And he still looks like a dead man in a chair, and he's still all in the, all the media types, Dan, rather, uh, I mean, every single one of them. Because all of a sudden, Imus, instead of being funny like he used to be, became a political curmudgeon. A little too far to the right for most of us, but nevertheless, a political curmudgeon. And so now, all of a sudden, he's the darling of the, uh, of the media. Based on what, I have no idea, unless they all like a bum steer. Mobile in the Keys, hello. Hey, Neil, how are you? Great. Hey, listen, uh, there was one reporter that was so good-looking I became a Channel 10 News convert, but she hasn't been on in months, and I can't remember her name. She was a tall, uh, thin, brunette, short hair, looked like she was half Latino, half uh, Anglo, oh, absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. But they, they, they must have had to ship her out of here. She was too good-looking. Mm -hmm. uh, Imus is, I, I thought, was the ugliest man in America, and he is a skeleton in a chair, but Webb Hubble makes him look like Brad Pitt. Yeah, but Webb Hubble don't have a TV show. Well, and I don't yeah, think we, I don't... we still get stuff seen him when he's in the news. So, one more good-looking news reporter on yeah. MSNBC does uh, DC reports is Suzanne Malvo. I don't know who that is. Well, so, good to see you, friend. Okay, see ya. Happy circus to all the goyim in the audience. By the way, oh, I love that thing on CNN or on the BBC, where that Israeli woman said, "America, just leave us alone. Don't interfere, okay? You're goyim." That was nice. Nice going, sweetheart. Oh! It was. I actually got sexual excitement from hearing somebody else and, and the media use the word goyim. I mean, I just um, was titillated by it. I loved it. In fact, wait, wait till they start talking using the word farts around here. Then I'm really going to get excited. Here's Cooper City. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing today? Great. I have a math question for you and an off-the-air question. A what? A math question for you and an off-the-air question. What for do you mean you? off the air? Something I don't want to put on the radio. How am I going to do that? I don't know. What's I, go, I go to you for advice. Yeah, what's the question? Um, hockey game, Stanley's, 8.50 for a pizza. If I pick it up, they bring it to me at 6.50 in the club section. Yeah. Explain that one to me. I would, uh, I'd call a pizza loft, have them deliver right to your seat. By the way, I'm in section 101. That lady you called yesterday that wants to come by and suck around on Sunday, I said 106 because it's, uh, you know, habit, force of habit. It used to be 106 in the old arena. I'm in 101, lady. I mean, ma'am, sweetheart. So how come he didn't want to ask you out on the air? Oh, he wanted to ask for a date? Is that who that was? I don't know. He sounded about the right age to me. Send a picture, pal. I'll let you know. I'm pretty busy right now. We have an open line at Broward, 567 line. Do you believe that I'm pretty busy? No. Of course not. Not here. Here's a mobile in Hialeah. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Independence. You want another town in Missouri? Yeah. Independence, Missouri. Yeah. Isn't that where Harry Truman was from? That's exactly where Harry Truman was from. What a from. genius I am, huh? Give him hell, Harry. Right. See, somebody out here does know geography. Harry wouldn't screw around with Saddam, I'll tell you that, boy. He'd bomb him into the Stone Age. Oh, like you wouldn't believe. Let's he, bring he, back he, Harry. Oh, drop a Obama, Harry. And only blast him, he'd kick Monica's ass out of the office. That's right. We yeah. bring back Harry. Did you ever see Best Truman, by the way? Oh my God! She was she made she made uh, Sandy Crowley or whatever her name is from uh, CNN look like a midget. She must have weighed six hundred pounds easy. 
Yeah, that big. I thought she was the other okay, one. Okay, bring back Carrie and let the other ones all uh, sleeping dogs lie, including Margaret. Is Margaret Truman still alive? Do we know? No. Open line of day one in Broward. Dean Piano, though, that Margaret. Let's bring back all the old days. Ed Sullivan Show. Come on, let's go back. Turn the clock back to when we had good times, when we had realistic TV on there like Ozzie and Harriet. And Father uh, be knowing the best. And all that, and uh, what was his name? The Great Gildersleeve. Let's bring back all of those shows where nobody ever even went to work every day. See, on the soap operas now, it's very realistic because every soap opera, they hang out most of the time in the hospital. We even got one called General Hospital, and we used to have one called The Doctors, which went off the air because now what's her name? They used to play Althea. She's busy on that other show before Guiding Light, another uh, whatever it is as the world as the worm turns. She used to be Althea on The Doctors. But even if it's not a uh, show called The Hospital, they spend all of their time in the hospital, close by to the hospital. They got tubes in their nose, tubes in their... Rectum. All over the place. Because uh, you got to have a lot of tourists to keep the soap opera people happy. We have an open line in Broward. Now, the first suggestion here about how I'm wrong about South Florida. I should have known when a guy started talking about how I live in southwestern Florida and then bringing Naples into the equation. What the hell was that all about? Does anybody know? No. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Yeah, how you doing? Okay, sir. You doing all right there? Very good, sir. Very well so far, up to this moment. That's good. I, well, sometimes I think you don't go far enough when you're complaining. There's so much other things that are wrong here. Well, go ahead. Lay it on me. I'm eating lunch. Go ahead. I hate the fact that I, 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 I was brought up very respectful and very generous to people, and I always say, excuse me, thank you. And sometimes, you, you even when you just let someone pull out in front of you, they don't even give you the hand. You just give me a hand. Right. Yeah, thank you. I always do that. I always give them a little, uh, wave them a little thing, and uh, I like to wave. I like the little yeah, to acknowledge. It's another one of those ways of being pleasant. And I open the door, and if they don't say thank you, I'll make sure they hear me say, uh, "You're welcome." Uh huh. because you know, people are so damn rude. Right. And I love you, Neil, and God bless you. And back to you. Okay, see there, the guy is right. I haven't even scratched the surface yet. So starting tomorrow. We're going to be doing a series of 75,000 shows in a row on which we bitch and gripe and carry on about every goddamn thing that's wrong in this town. Oh! All right. And we can thank that guy, that guy that called before, who's still looking for it on the map. I, I'm sorry. I mean, maybe I'm just, uh, I'm not so smart, believe me. If I were so smart, I wouldn't be here. But when I think about the average schmuck out there that can't even find a place on a map... God, I mean, forget about a country. Like that guy that called the other day talking about, wasn't I worried about uh, all the stuff going on in uh, Iraq when I was in Amsterdam? Have you ever looked on a map and seen how far uh, Amsterdam is from Iraq? Huh? I mean, I've seen Iraq or two in uh, Amsterdam, mostly in those windows. Seen lots of racks. Many of them very ugly, by the way. But there's also for some very attractive uh, young ladies in those windows. What? Who is? Very clean, regularly inspected, supervised, above board, not spreading disease, not doing drugs. More power to them. Yeah. Just not for me. Well, I'm not saying it's for you. It's not for me either, okay? So there's something we share in common. And I'll tell you this much, anybody that goes to Amsterdam and has to pay for sex there, other than Al Goldstein, which we can understand that very easily, but anybody besides him, I mean, I don't get that at all. I don't understand it. 1256 at 5...
WQAM. The Neil Rogers Show. Four five sixty WQM. It's our gigantic one to two hour. We got Hank at the uh, Shula Steak two at two o'clock. We got Boog Shabby who's uh, developing his own niche. Well, he is. He's developing his own uh, thing, is what I understand. And maybe even get his hair dyed. He'll be along at six. And Eddie the K will be here for all you uh, gambling degenerates. Ten o'clock tonight. Don't forget, all you kids out there, there's nothing worse than gambling. Just keep tuned to this station. You'll find out. Here's Coconut Grove. Hello. Hey, Neil, thanks, uh, thanks a lot for taking my call. Yeah, thank and, you for uh, letting me contribute a little bit to the show, which a lot of people take for granted. Just wait until you retire. They'll be crying. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <clears throat> In a couple of weeks, you're right. <clears throat> you know, there's this, there's this guy by the name of Demetrio Perez. You, you heard of this guy? What is his name? Demetrio Perez. Demetrio Perez? I think he's the assistant. Uh, Sounds like some kind of a spec to me. Well, exactly. He's yeah. the assistant superintendent for Dade County Public Schools. Yeah. If, Neil, you got to listen or hear this guy speak English. Unbelievable. How no, can a guy like this, with that position, no, be hired? No speaking English? Oh, man, I wish I got to tape it and call you back so you could freaking freak out. Yeah. I mean, that... So I could freaking frack? That and, and Gildy being on, on the radio, is certain things are just unexplainable. You know? I, I just... The, the Gildy thing just astonishes me. He must, he must have uh, drawers full of uh, naked pictures. And, and so I, I, think, I think he's got the whole... The uh, Beasley's with the sheep collection. I think he's got those. <laughs> this guy, besides being the assistant superintendent for Day County Public Schools, yeah, he owns a bunch of private schools in Day County. By the name of, uh, I think the name of the schools are Jose Martin School. And here comes the best part. Now they're saying that the guy is using the public school books in his schools. How do you like that? What What does that mean? You know, the schools that they use for public schools in public schools. Yeah, he's he's using those books in his schools. In his private schools. Well, what is other hand, it ain't costing him a dime, probably. Oh, I see. In other words, he's, uh, he's appropriating them from the public schools. Is that what you're saying? Right, exactly. Great. Um, unbelievable. Neil, can you play two quick things for me that I love when you put them on? The lady, the girl that says, it's the American effing way. And... That's the American fucking way. Yeah. And also, the, uh, the lady that says, oh, my God. Now, you mean the one that drives the old lady? Oh, my God. Oh, man, it, it, it makes my Johnson stretch when I listen to that. Okay, pal. Thanks. Go uh, have another dream. He's dreaming. He's stretching it. We have an open line in uh, Dade. But what was he talking about? Demetrio Perez. 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 You got it. See, one thing, I, let me just tell you this about uh, Hispanics. And that is the Hispanic men. Although I see the women do it, too, some of them. I guess they're just doing it to try to act butch as well. Maybe that's a message, a signal. But the, the ruling of the R's is very definitely a macho thing. It's part of that whole machismo mentality of Hispanic men. And the more like, if you say, Joe Carroyo, if you can really roll it, if you can dig down deep, Carroyo. But it's only a single R. You're not supposed to roll it. You're not supposed to roll it? That's not what they say in this neighborhood. Yeah, man. Roll anything you get your hands on. That doesn't make it. Well, they always say that, though, Joe Carroyo. Well, no, it's not just me. Everybody calls him Joe Carroyo. That's the nicest thing they call him. All right, so what's a word with two R's? Perro, like dog. Burro? That's it. Burro? I do do that very well. I do my R's extremely well, almost like a real macho guy. Burro. Stop that. Yeah. For an old Jew, for a fag. And then there's always. Orlando, like to roll him right out on the carpet. 
Haven't seen him in a long time. You know, wonder whatever happened to him. Maybe we'll have to bring Stevie Bauer back. Just till we find Orlando again. Here's Miami Beach. Hello. Hey, Neil. What's up? How you doing, sir? Yeah, you were talking about Yiddish uh, phrases? Yeah. Uh, is a Julio here in the beach. Uh, I got a lot of Jewish friends, so I picked it up throughout the years. Uh, I know that uh, the Gaza Mishpucha is uh, the group or the gang, right? The, f- the whole family, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, we have an open line at date, 5670560 and pound 560 on the uh, AT&T wireless line. That's what Bubba said, uh, suck, a, suck us all. You know what he said? Something like that. The Gatamishpacha, it all ties in together. Boy. You know, since September I've been talking. Let's hope he's not eating too much over there. <laughs> God almighty. Here's a mobile in uh, Pompano. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Well, I'm in Sunrise now. But, Here's a mobile uh, in Sunrise. <laughs> Just want to let you know, it's from Hong Kong. 19 hours of flying. Jesus Christ. In the economy class of the 747, yeah. five hours from Miami to San Francisco, four-hour overland. You 19 hours you flew in schlepper class? I went oh, five man. hours from Miami to San Francisco. Yeah. Had a four-hour overlay. 14 hours to Hong Kong. God. In economy. Was it worth and it? And boy, did those Hindus think. Woo-wee! Phew. Yeah. God. And I'll tell you what, the best meal I had there in 10 days, Ruth's Chris. Right How do you like that? Unbelievable. Uh-huh. I saw that and I said, that's where I'm going to dinner tonight. All right. There you go. The other thing, the best-looking woman on TV, Alicia Ortega. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll take your word for it. Okay, okay welcome buddy. back. Good luck to you, sir. Now, that's interesting because he was talking about, I brought that up a couple of times on here, and again, because I'm dealing with so many parochial people down here who never get, like, out of town. Uh, it's not a figment of my imagination. It has nothing to do with people who don't bathe. It has to do with skin pigmentation, and people in different parts of the world have different body odor. Not all of them, but many of them. People from the Middle East, people from India, people from the Far East, people, uh, many of them. And, of course, it raises the question, what do uh, white people smell like to them? What do black people smell like? To them. We have an open line in date one in breath. No, you you see, you were one of the people that kept giving me a bunch of crap about it. It has to do with the people not taking a bath. That's not what this subject is about. It has to do with the fact that people in different parts of the world have different uh, skin pigmentation and they smell different. And if you're one of them, you smell fine. You don't, uh, I, guess, I would assume. White people stink to the Asians. That, well, that was my point. Uh, the reason we're having such a bad problem with the ice is these goddamn buildings they're making are too big for hockey arenas. Uh, they're having the same problem in Boston and the same problem in Chicago. Yeah, the new arenas are where they're having the worst problem. Yeah, it, uh, but what, like, what about Pittsburgh? That's not a new arena. That ice there last night was, the, was some of the worst I've ever seen in my life. The puck was dribbling like a goddamn volleyball. Well, that's because nobody has the brain to set the settings up any higher up in Pittsburgh. Well, you know, they're all pretty much plus they're trying to save on electric up there, too, because they can't pay the bills. Yeah. Um, another thing, you better save the, the success of your Maple Leafs right now because I don't think that's going to hold on for very long. Well, I mean, yeah, you never know. Who the hell knows? They're playing pretty damn good. Of course, the only problem is they got home and home uh, next weekend with Buffalo coming up, or this weekend. Jeez, well, again. and then you got Boston and Pittsburgh. You know? Yeah. They've never had to deal with them, you know, year after year. What are you talking about? They they split those two with Pittsburgh. They spanked the heck out of them 6-4 to four in the first game. Yeah, but they didn't do too well against Boston, though. It, it one, was game, one, one game doesn't make a lifetime, pal. Yeah, but it's, 
you know what's going to happen. Yeah, I do know. You're right. Halfway through the year. Uh, Called the accordion act. I know. Lucky for them, they have a very, very good goalie, and we don't. And uh, by the way, what's I, going... I hate to break the news to you, but Curtis Joseph uh, hasn't been worth no six million dollars. He hasn't played that great. In fact, Felix Potvin, a few games that he's played, he's got a better one-loss record than uh, Curtis Joseph has got. I'll take Potvin over Joseph anytime. Well, uh, I'm going to be a douchebag. Go ahead. Hey, Jimmy Goldman, you're a douchebag. All right. We have an open line in date one, and the guy that's a hockey guy. Oh, can't do that. Oh! Five, six. Here's Pembroke Pines. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. How are you doing today? Great. Listen, the girls in the office want to know whether you were a faithful all your life or you came out of the closet at a later date. What does that mean? I don't know. Were you straight before and then you became a faithful or... No, you, you don't become. It's like saying, were you white before and you became black? Uh-huh. Or are, they, are they writing a book or what? Never happened. They wanted to know because they seen that you're cute. Oh, huh? Well, tell them they're not my type, okay? And they smell bad. Two open lines in Broward, 5670560 and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Were you always a woman or were you like, uh, you know, were you always uh, an Indian or were you like in a previous life? Were you like uh, from uh, Venus and Uranus? Here's Miramar. Hello. Miramar. Going once and have a great life. Yeah, the, um, that's another thing. Not only about geography, the Americans really bright, but when it comes to homosexuality, in fact, anything about sexuality at all, they are really right on top of it, if I can say that. <laughs> I mean, they got uh, no clue. Clueless. Open line in Dade County. This line. Lauderdale Lakes. Hello. Lauderdale Lakes. Oh, right here. Yes, sir, right here. <laughs> Miss Jennifer. We're all course. going into a coma here today now, just when we build up a little momentum. I'm trying um, two things. I wanted to ask you, number one, what you thought about the uh, plans to possibly erect a statue of Wayne Hypinga downtown there. That, that evidently uh, came out when I was on vacation. I never heard anything about that. Somebody oh. called about it yesterday. Okay, yeah, it was in the paper. They're gonna, uh, they want to honor him for some reason. Cause, yeah. uh, you know, he gives a lot of money to, to the poor or something like that. Uh-huh. And uh, whether they name the park after hey, it takes, takes from the middle class and gives to the poor. <laughs> right. Kind of like one shade away from Robin Hood. Yeah, and he doesn't give much back, believe me. Uh, the other thing I got for you is uh, a very, very short little poem that will help you with your... Uh, R's in Spanish. See, and and I was taught this. I used to teach school up in Union City, which had a very high uh, Cuban immigration mm-hmm. influx, mm-hmm. and I taught night school to the adults. So one of them taught, taught me this little poem to help me with my Spanish, and this is the way it goes: Ere con ere cigarro, ere con ere barril, rápido corren los carros. Check that with George. Hey, Dios mío, esos carros. <laughs> okay. That'll help you, man. I'll, I'll stick with my cigarro. Yeah, okay. See ya. Hasta que me We have an open line in uh, day one. In Carro. Five, six, seven, oh, something old Maribel. She didn't last too long. As soon as Steve Nichol found out that even though she had a great ass, nobody could understand what she was talking about. But she didn't have a great ass. And you know who else had a great ass and didn't last too long? I'm actually a lesbian. Yeah, her too. Here's a mobile in South Miami. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes. How you doing, man? Okay. All right. Listen. Uh, welcome back. Uh, uh, what's your name? Welcome back, Neil. Carter. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, as far as George on your on your timeout, mm-hmm. um, it was uh, it was definitely a change of pace. But uh, I I feel like if uh, if and when you expire or retire, 
Uh, he'll he'll uh, he'll, uh, he'll slip hold right up. in. He'll move he'll right hold in. Up. Yeah, he'll yeah. hold up real well. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And another thing. He's holding uh, it up right now. It's a finger right in the middle of his hand. When I went when I went to Spain uh, a couple times, uh, you know, a waiter and a whole bunch of other people came to my table, and only one of them stunk like like what his name says, Grima. They stunk. Oh, and, um, yeah, and, uh, but, we, no, that's true, because Rimmer said that he was in Paris one time, and I asked him, how were the French people, and he said... They stunk. Yeah. Yeah, and... and I, I said, how about in Montreal? We, what about the Frenchmen up there, like your partner Denise Potvin, and he said... They stunk. Yeah. We really asked. We asked one of the people who didn't stink, and uh, we asked them, uh, <laughs> do you smell some of these people that right, really now stink? That's, that's a good point. Now, we're, now we finally found somebody who understands what I'm talking about. And then they said, no, we don't, we don't, we don't notice. Huh. But, but only one out of the three or four people that came to my table, not even at the table, but walking by the table, <laughs> were so repulsive. So I felt like throwing up. Uh-huh. Every time they passed by, I, I held my nose, and, and that was the end of that. Pretty but, appetizing uh, when it happens in and, a restaurant, and, isn't it? And I knew this one Indian dude who who's uh, very Americanized, and he used to shower with cologne. So I think if they only put deodorant and cologne, it won't be so offensive. Okay. All right. We'll spread the word. They don't. <laughs> oh, cologne rhymes with medicone. We have an open line of day to a meeting again now. Jesus Christ. This is my sub from Chuck's. Yeah. I, I mean, far, far be it from me to uh, critique, but I mean, you've been eating nonstop since uh, about 9.20 this morning. Not that it's only 1.20 or thereabouts. It's only four hours later. It's all from frustration. It's from working for this company, boys and girls. You'll eat your kishkis out. you just tear your guts out. As they continue defying all odds and all common sense by saying, duh, no matter what the topic is, duh. That's right. That's the uh, Greg Reed way. Duh. So I wonder what that real story is about those salespeople out making all different kinds of commissions and people threatening to walk out. You know, I, I will say this. I've worked with a lot of screwed up salespeople in my life, as you know. But this sales department is the most volatile I have ever seen. They're hired, they're fired, they're in, they're out, and, and nobody has gone for like more than five minutes, quite frankly. Is there anybody that's gone from uh, when we started, from 11 months ago? I can't name anybody. They're all still here, but they're here like uh, temporarily. They're here, and then they get fired, and then they quit, and then they come back, and it's uh, just this ongoing, hostile... Karina. Who is it? Karina. Karina, Karina by Ray Peterson. I remember that. He didn't smell too good. Two open lines in day. Five real good was Pat Peterson. How's uh, Pat Peterson doing on Outstanding? Anybody seen him lately? No. Haven't heard from her in a long time. Boy, you talk about being abandoned. What is it, about three, four months since we heard from the Outstanding lady? And I've even gone out of my way and begged. I begged for Woody Graber. We got Woody Graber. Oh. I begged for Izzy, which was a bad mistake. We finally got Izzy on the goddamn phone, incoherent as he was. Oh. Who else? Even Sandy. Remember that? We got Sandy that one time, which it'll probably never happen again. But uh, our good, close, personal friend, the Knott's Landing lady that I made famous into a superstar, helped her lose all of that weight, changed her life, saved her life, and we heard from her in a coon's age? No. No. Boy. Not that I'm bitter. I want you to understand that. I'm not bitter about it. I do go home and cry a lot. Do you want the fact... This is the most disgusting program. I urge everyone to complain to this station. Coming soon to a theater. One thirty at five sixty WQM. We have an open line in day two of them. Five. Alex Rodriguez on the phone the other day, and that was Monday. 
And then Monday night, Alex was on uh, that sports uh, crap show on Channel 10 where they had 500 people on it. He was on there for like two minutes. Now, there is a great young man who is from this community, comes back and does all this good charitable work. Great guy, tremendous athlete, a superstar, seems like a great kid. And does anybody talk about him here? No. We hear lots about Jose Consaco, who's a role model like I'm a rocket scientist, okay? And then, of course, uh, you know, if it's strictly a Cuban thing. If Alex Rodriguez were Cuban, his picture would be on the front page of the Herald, on the front section, not the sports section, on the front section, right next to the masthead every day. But he's not. Isn't he like from uh, La Republica Dominicana or somewhere like that? Well, he's got some goddamn nerve, him and Sammy Sosa. You're not supposed to be from there. You're supposed to be from Cuba. 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 You better get with it, Alex. Two open lines in Dade County, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T line. Here's Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Yeah, how you doing? Okay. All right. Uh, this is Enrique's high school buddy. You're uh, Enrique Iglesias fan? See. Si. See. Si. Uh, it's been a while since you've <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Neil, I just wanted to touch up and tell you that uh, George did a great job. Um, also now, you're, now, you're the guy that told me he used to shower with Enrique and that he was definitely not circumcised? Right, right, right. Right. Damn it. <laughs> hey, um, I also want to know, where do you get those, uh, where can I get one of those CDs on um, on uh, those marijuana songs that you play? On the marijuana songs yeah, that I play? Yeah, put out that joint, my friend. Like Ganja Be Good? Like Ganja Be Good. That's on the best of, isn't it, George? It's on best of uh, part one. Go to, go to your borders. Go right down here in Kendall. I'm assuming you're down in that neck of the woods. That's right. They sound like that, Borders? Borders and Kendall. In fact, come by Saturday. I'll be there from noon to 2. I'll give you a big, uh, I'll wave you a kiss. Great. See okay. You See you all right. Bring by Enrique, by the way. No problem. Okay. We have all three lines in Dade County. You're open 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Do they know from Alex Rodriguez in Dade County? No. No, of course not. He's from the wrong uh, neck of the woods. Did it, did it get warm in here, or is it me? Maybe it was that lunch, huh? Did it get a little warm? And I noticed, by the way, that's another great thing about not having the TV crew. I don't want them to feel bad because they'll take it personally. We still love them and miss them, et cetera. You believe it? But uh, how, isn't it nice how the temperature pretty much stays the same all the time now? Have you noticed that? Uh-huh. Here's uh, Pembroke Pines. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes? Uh, yeah, I wanted to ask you a question. Me and my brother have an argument about hockey. And I figured uh, I'd ask you, since you're pretty knowledgeable about the subject. No, I'm not um, knowledgeable. I'm an expert. Okay, well, yeah. Okay. You believe me? Uh, yes, I do. Um, uh, my brother still thinks that uh, now that Dallas has picked up Brett Hull, they're going to win the West over Detroit. And my opinion is Detroit still hasn't lost anybody. Detroit's uh, not playing that good right now. Of course, they, you know, sometimes they start out slow, but they're not playing too good now. But my argument to him was that, uh, that Detroit still has all the top-name players. They still got, you know, I mean, everybody... They've held on to for the past two seasons that they won the championship. Now, the the problem that Dallas has got is they're never going to win the uh, champion. They're never going to win the Stanley Cup with Eddie Balfour in the Nets. Never happened. That's true. That's true. Maybe they can trade for uh, Potvin or something. Yeah. No, and, no, no way, because Balfour's making a fortune. They got a gigantic payroll. And I can ask you one more question. Um, how is uh, the, how are they going to deal away Potvin if they don't want to get another goalie for him? They want to get somebody else. How are they going to deal that well, away? Well, they have to have a backup goalie in, in the deal, but they, I, I have no idea. I mean, when when Montreal traded Tebow to Chicago for Hackett two days ago, uh, that shocked me because the word continued to be that uh, Potvin was going to Montreal. didn't happen. Mm-hmm. So I have no idea. But in the meantime, he keeps playing, you know, every year like that. We have an open line in Broward, 2 and Dade, 5670560. Go Leafs, go, baby. Oh! That's right. Kick those, uh, whoever they're playing, the Caps. 
Rhymes with... Oh, and they're really falling on hard times, too, the Washington Caps. Makes my heart feel so good. Here's a mobile in uh, Miami Beach. Hello. Hello. Mobile in Miami Beach. Yes, sir. How you doing, Neil? Okay. Uh, listen, you're the last guy to be talking about anybody, man. You couldn't hustle yourself around Century Village. Yeah. Meaning what? Well, your show sucks. Your hours are rip off any damn yeah, way. Uh, but, you're, but, you're not only, but not only do you listen, but you made the effort to call and share your brilliance with us, for which I thank you profusely, sir. Not only do you listen every day, but you also made the effort to call. Which, uh, like I said, that's uh, above and beyond the call of duty. We have an open line at Dave One in Broward. Five, and what the hell he's talking about, I have no idea. 5670560 oh, and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. And let me say it for the 50,000th time, there is absolutely nothing on this show that in any way, shape, or form relates to what Howard does or anybody else does. I know that's very difficult for you to understand, sir, but I'm sitting here in a room with a telephone. That's it. Here's a mobile in West Palm Beach. Hello. Hey, Neil, how you doing? Okay, sir. You know, I got to tell you, it is in poor taste, but that Superman bit is probably one of the funniest things I've heard in a long oh, while. Oh, you won't hear that again until uh, tomorrow, anyway. Well, I got a question. Can I get a copy of that anyway off through the Internet or anything? No. Oh, okay, um, I don't know if he's got that on there. I doubt it. No. You know, another a thing about the hockey, also got a spy report, but Yager, they play him the next day. And the reason I find out is because my uh, wife comes up and says, Oh, I heard this on the radio. And I'm saying, yeah. I heard it yesterday, and it's been two or three times where she's, the morning show is taking your bit and well, well, playing like, them. Like what? For, for example, the last one was the basketball uh, support. I guess this is the basketball. No, you're uh, probably talking about Bob and Tom. They're playing their bits, uh, some of which we steal here. Well, I don't I I never, I listen only to you, so I, I, I heard it on your station. No, they're not playing my bits. The play, that's, that's their stuff. Once in a while, we play one of their bits. You got it backwards. I'm sorry. And we love Bob and Tom. All right. Thank and you very much, Bill. And have a great Bye. day. That's for Bob and Tom. They're the best. Sure blow the hell out of Howard, I'll tell you that, by a long shot. We have an open line in Broward. Like, Well, I don't want to get into that. We have two open lines in Dade and one in Broward. Oh, yeah. Uh, she's right, though. The uh, dietary habits do have something to do with the uh, pigmentation and the way you smell. Because that curry. In fact, one day I went down the hall to take a dump, and I'm sure he dipped it in there. Unbelievable. Wow. Talk about a Power 96 flush. 5670560, Power 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's a mobile in Miami Beach. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. You're right about that Alex Rodriguez thing. If he was Cuban, he'd have a street named after him already. He'd already have a city named after him. Probably would have changed the name of the county. Yeah, the kid is good, though. He's good. He's, He's from uh, my, my home country, myself. See? Si. La República. La República Dominicana. That's right. I just like the sound of that. I don't want to go there, but I like the way it sounds. Oh, you should go there. I think you like it. Oh, yeah. I think, yeah, I'm serious. What, what, check it I, out. what would I like it about? It's, it's a good place. It's got good casinos. Yeah. You like that. You know. Okay, I'll take your word for it. Okay, let's get out of here. Open line at Broward, all three in Dade County again. We've got 13 minutes to go. We've actually been able to plod and fumble and uh, mumble our way through four newscasts an hour here through a format that's absolutely unworkable and impossible. Do these people here get it? No. Do they understand it? No. Do they know anything about length of listenership? No. Do they know anything about radio? No. Anything about broadcasting? No. Anything about formatting? No. Anything about the sales department? No. But anyway, are they going to get smart anytime soon? No. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. By the way, here's an update. Now we've gone from one extreme to the other. We're getting updates on our center one total every five minutes. Sixty two thousand twenty nine dollars as of right of this moment. 
Still got an awful lot of those borders uh, dollars to come in yet, to be collected yet? Like most of it? I mean, you know, it's kind of a sad commentary. We're doing a promotion. We've got to send uh, Luca Brazzi and a whole bunch of, uh, of his henchmen down there to uh, put the muscle on him to collect the cash. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's a lady in uh, mobile in Boca. Hello. Neil? Yes, ma'am. Hi. Um, I heard an ad for uh, Computer Renaissance or mm -hmm. Renaissance Computer. I can't think of it. I went down there uh, last week, and I can only tell you I'm thrilled. Great. I bought a laptop from them. They were helpful. They ran me through the whole thing. I mean, I, I bought several computers, but... Never had this much attention. Yeah, they are great. You go to the one by Home Depot there? Uh, yeah, the Bar one um, in Davie. Right. Yeah, and uh, so I wanted to thank you for sending me there. Cause Excellent. It was, it was good. The other thing is, um, unfortunately, I hate to admit it, um, I received a letter from the Marlins, you know, blah, 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 you've been with us six years, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, a lot of blah, blah, blah. Have you yeah. seen that letter? Kind of describes the way they play, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Have you seen the letter? I was going to fax it to no, you. No, no. I, well, I don't have your fax number, but I was going to fax it to you because the letter is such a joke. And, Six, uh, 650-0198. It's 305. 650-0198. 0198? Right. Okay. And the last thing is, is not last week, but the week before, I was driving around doing some errands, and you made me laugh so hard that I pooped in the car. Really? Yeah. Oh, a real honest-to-God in the car? <laughs> yes. Congratulations. Oh, right. I, just, I felt really embarrassed. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, well, if it was good enough for me, it's good enough for you. Okay, well, thanks. Have a good day. And back to you. Okay, bye. How do you like that? She, her pants. We have an open line in Broward, 600 and Dade, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line, 10 till 2 at QAM. Radio 560, QAM. Oh, my God. How, how did we know that that was coming? Huh? Talk about telegraphing it. Talk about a telegraph job. Just just put up a big billboard, sir. Two open lines and date one and brown over one line. Maybe you can be as articulate and bright as this last caller who didn't get on the air. Here's Hollywood. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, I just wanted to thank you. Can't hear you. Hello. Yes. I just want to thank you for doing a great public service. Can you hear me? I'm listening. Okay. Let me take on. Okay. Um, you, uh, I was going on 595, and uh, as soon as you said, on westbound, I was going up 95. As soon as you said there was a big backup, yeah. I switched over to 441, and I, I just saved my whole day. Great. Just from uh, your, so keep doing. Uh, well, God, people, God bless say me. It, people, and people listen to you. And have a great life. All right, you too. And stay off the Hershey Highway. Five-car wreck on I-95 northbound a couple hours ago approaching Davy Boulevard. It's probably still a mess. Two left lanes were blocked. Two cars overturned. Delays were backing up to Griffin Road, were and probably still are. And stay the hell away, okay? When it comes to the Hersey Highway, just stay the hell away. Oh, speaking of that, I saw Sonny Funny Socks and the Ron Hersey together doing some cornball spot on Paxnet the other day. Well, that was kind of frightening. Here's a payphone in Davy. Hello? Payphone in Davy. Hello, Neil. Yes. What do you think about the trade on uh, the Jeff Norton for uh, the guy from San Jose? What, what's his name, the guy from San Jose? Alex Hicks. Very good. Alex Hicks. Excellent. Good deal. Excellent move. 
two open lines in day two at Broward, 5670560, pound 560, on a payphone call to ask me that, huh? Like these people are call this station. Uh, give me your thoughts on uh, that Utica-Binghamton game on Saturday, huh? Give me your thoughts. Uh, share with us your thoughts. Get out of here. Killing us. You're going to put us out of business, people like you, with those insipid, idiotic, asinine calls. Go get uh, get a membership at GA. Call up Eddie K tonight, okay? He'll give you a free membership at GA. Discount. Here's a mobile at Homestead. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. I vote manager. Yeah. You, you know, you, you give this distinct impression that you're the only one that really knows how to do this right. Yeah. And, and I'm curious why the hell you just don't do it. Why don't do what? Get off the air and run a station of your own rather than putting up with all these incompetence that you're always complaining why, you about. Why, you're going to loan me 20 or $30 million to buy a station? Is that it? Neil, you've probably got a great deal of money and sir, finances I, sir, more available now Let me now ask you this question. If I had that kind of money, would I be sitting here working every day? I want you to scratch your head in that one spot there where your brain used to be. I want you to scratch it real hard and ask yourself that question. If this man had the kind of money that it would take to buy a radio station, would he be sitting there talking to bozos like this guy every day? You think so? No. I don't think so. I'd be long gone, man. You wouldn't even you wouldn't even be able to turn your head sideways. I'd be gone so fast, like the goddamn Roadrunner. That's how fast I'd be gone, right down the old Hershey Highway. Here's a mobile in Hollywood. Hello. You know. Yes, sir. I don't want you to own your own station. I don't want you to be a general manager. People like you to keep me out on the road all day long from ten to two, busting my ass, listening to you, get me motivated to go out there and sell and sit in traffic all day long. Right. I love you, Neil. Great. Don't go anywhere, Bubba. Okay. How do you like that? They either hate or they love. There's no in-between. There's no lukewarm feelings about this show. we got two minutes to kill here and one call left on the board. Is that going to make it? No. Is that going to cut it? 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Let's get with it. Two lousy minutes. We almost made it to the end of the day today. we got two minutes. Can this audience, can they reach down, can they muster within themselves, since most of the last 15 minutes has been a bunch of crap anyway? All the people who have nothing to contribute, nothing to say, so they figure, well, I'm going to take my shot. You know something? Go ahead and take your shot. Right in the ass, okay? doesn't bother me. I sleep real well at night, okay? And guess what? On the days when I do go to the bank, and the bankers and the tellers are there, and not the security guard, or somebody answering the phone like uh, they don't know what side is up, I stick a real nice big deposit in there. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, and that too. Here's Miami. Hello? Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Great. What's the difference between a hat-trick and a natural hat-trick? Natural hat-trick is three in a row. Hat-trick is three goals in a game. Hat-trick your natural is three uh, straight. Thank you. Okay, you're welcome. Okay, you came to the right place. Call up Joe Rose. He'll give you all the accurate hockey information. <laughs> He's the maven. See, just jumps on the bandwagon. It's easy to rip Eric Lindros, and he's a dirty player, and all, all the great players, like Gretzky. Gretzky's not only a dirty player, but he's a coward. He's a pussy who hides, you know, he crouches down and hides, and if anybody ever hits him, which they do very rarely, by the way, then he uh, holds his head, that pussy little helmet, and runs back to the bench and acts like somebody just speared him in the ugly puss. And that Pinocchio schnauz of his. That's Gretzky for you, okay? So you can give me a song and a dance all you want about Eric Lindros and what a dirty player he is. But what a great pass that was he made to Keith Jones out there to set up the first Philadelphia goal last night. And would we take him on our uh, on this team in a heartbeat? Yeah. You bet your sweet ass we would. So, Joe, you can talk ba -ba 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 -ba, all your illiterate dumb jock talk all you want. But you know squad, okay? Hank Goldberg coming up next from Shula State, too. we got the booster at 6. Eddie Kaplan for all you gambling degenerates, 10 o'clock tonight.